0: Thank you, Andrew, for giving me this opportunity to share the word of God this evening with you. I want to thank each and every person here for coming to hear the word of God. The theme of our sermon this evening is from 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse number 17 it says pray without ceasing when i was told that i was coming to share this theme i took time to think and also pray It took me a lot of hours and time to meditate on this. I remember one time when Jesus was out with the disciples. And the disciples were telling Jesus, Master, Teach us how to pray. These were people who usually hung up with Jesus. They were there. They go or they went places with Him. But now they are turning to Jesus. Please. We have heard you praying. Would you please teach us how to pray? And I was given that revelation through the invitation that I speak on this very theme of prayer without ceasing what is prayer there are two things you can know how to pray but do you understand how to pray what is prayer Because we pray. Everybody would want to pray wherever you are. But what is prayer? Prayer is our direct line with heaven. Simple as that. It is a communication process that allows us to talk to God. He wants us to communicate with him like a person on to person phone call. I am here. I want to call somebody, my friend. I have the cell phone. He or she has the cell phone. When I call him. He will answer. And I should wait for him. To talk. And wait for me. To talk. You should have a moment. Of listening. To that person. Who is talking to you. You don't. Always talk without ending. Have that moment, first of all, of hearing, not hearing alone, understand what she or he is trying to tell you. When we pray, we must have that moment of listening to what God is saying to us According to Billy Graham prayer is a spiritual communication between man and God a two-way relationship in which man should not only talk to God but also listen to him prayer To God is like a child's conversation with his father. It is natural for a child to ask his father for the things he needs. And also listen keenly to what his father is saying. Listen while hearing. We should have that moment to listen. Many people pray, and they continue praying. What we lack is a moment and time to listen. How often do we listen? How often do we create time to listen to God? Just come and listen. This first letter of Apostle Paul to the church in Thessalonica is full of many truths that we need to apply to our own lives today. And in the very end of the last chapter of this letter, Apostle Paul lists a series of instructions that are very simple and powerful. First Thessalonians chapter five. Start reading from verse number fourteen. Or you can start from verse number eleven. Is it in the screen? On the screen. Therefore, I encourage one another. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. Now we ask you, brothers and sisters, to acknowledge those who work hard among you, who care for you in the Lord, and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard in love because of their work. Live in peace with each other. And we urge you, brothers and sisters, one, those who are idle and disruptive, encourage the die-hearted. Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not not quench the spirit. Do not treat prophecies with contempt. But test them all. Hold on to what is good. Reject every kind of evil. Practice these things. We normally read them. Practice them. We need to practice them. We need to test them in action. Put it into action. This is what Apostle Paul told us. Practice these things. Praise the Lord. It is in verse number 17 that Paul says that we are to pray without ceasing. These are three words, but very powerful and carries life-changing message. If we fully apply them into our daily lives, they are values. Three, but very powerful. Pray without ceasing. But what does it mean to pray without ceasing? What does it mean? What does it mean when somebody told you, You should pray without ceasing. Well, it does not mean that we spend the entire day on our knees praying without engaging ourselves in any other or some activities. If we did that, then we would not be able to keep a job. You will be shown the door. If you remain on your knees all through from morning to night, you will be shown the door. Others will not be able to pay for their bills. And others will not be able to provide for their families. To pray without ceasing means that we are present with God throughout the entire day. We are continually interacting with him in prayer as we move from task to task. When we are faced by a challenge, we besiege him of his assistance. And as we experience a blessing, we also thank him for his favor. It is like when you are on a phone and you don't hang up. We should be able to acknowledge God's presence throughout every single day. But you see, sometimes we busy ourselves and often forget to include God in our day today. We fail to pray without Seizing. Now, let me offer you several simple but powerful things and ways we can do that will help us pray without ceasing. Seven ways that we can pray without ceasing. Number one, pray while walking. Prayer walk. Very powerful. Prayer walk. As you walk every day, either to the job, places, or going on your regular walk each week, then pray while you are walking. What are you praying for? Pray for yourself. Pray for your neighbor who is not yet a believer. Pray for your parents. Pray for your children. Pray for peace. Pray while walking. One step, pray. The second step, pray. Make those moments a session of prayer. As you walk, pray. As your foot touches the ground, pray. Use those moments. Seize those moments, pray while walking. Pray for those who are in difficulty. There are those people who are in difficulty. Pray for them. Pray for the widows. Pray for widowers. Pray for those who are orphans. Pray. Continue praying. As you walk, pray. Prayer while walking is a great way of going deeper with your God while getting your physical exercise. It is a quiet time to walk with your God and a great time to pour your heart to God. Many strongholds have been possessed through prayer walk. And I can attest to this. I was sent to some places in Kenya to go and start a church. There was this village which was very dangerous. The people who lived there were wild. Many of them were drug addicts. And they could beat anybody. They could maim anybody. So many people fear to go to that village. But one day, we gather ourselves with some other pastors and Christians. And we say we are going to pray for this village. Because it was very difficult to go there. So we divide ourselves into three groups. Others to go towards right of the village and the others the east of the village. What were we doing? We were seriously praying God to come and change that village. And I tell you, after one year, Somebody came and buy land in that village and that person had gone to Israel Jerusalem and he renamed that village Jerusalem village we have four churches as I speak in that village how did we get it we prayer walk we walk around the village we possessed spiritually the village we got it prayer while walking is very powerful very powerful you possess places try this one and i am telling you it will be a different So, prayer work is a method you can use so that you are able to pray without ceasing. Number two, driving with God. Drive with God. We spend several hours each day in every week driving. We drive to different destinations, either to the store or to some events. We drive to visit our friends. We drive to places. We drive to our homes. We drive to colleges and universities. It would be great if we turn those drive times into prayer event. Commit those drive times into prayer time. Pray for your safety while driving. Pray for your journey masses to and back from your destination. Pray for other drivers. And safety of other road uses. Also don't forget to pray for that car you are driving. Not to break down on your way wherever you are going. Pray God to give you energy to drive on. We believe in cars, isn't it? But those cars are made by mortal men. They can break any time. Anywhere we dominate those cars. It is us who operate. Just pray for those cars so that they carry you safely. There is no guarantee. Pray while you are driving, pray. Pray inside those cars, those machines pray before you enter those machines pray before you start the engine say a prayer pray pray for your destinations where you are going you know but you don't understand what is awaiting for you pray pray just pray Just pray for your journey. Remember, it is not only you who is using that road. However smooth it is, but it is not only you who is using that road. Pray. Drive with God wherever you are going. Drive with him in prayer. Communicate with him inside that car. Say a prayer before you enter inside that car and pray for that machine. Praise the Lord. Number three, wait with God. When we were in the conference, the preacher was preaching about waiting. Wait with God. Wherever you are, wherever you are planning to go, wait with Him. We have time, spend a lot of time waiting every week. We wait for one thing or another. We wait on our doctor, our bosses, or even waiting on traffic. This is the opportune time to communicate with God in prayer. Or you pray for prayer requests. It is a time to spend with God. And you will find yourself no longer dreading those times of waiting. Replace those boring waiting hours with prayer session whenever you may be. Especially when you are in hospital. And you are waiting results. It may be scary. Just wait with God in prayer. When you are ushered to go to another waiting room. Pray there. Wait with God. Whether it is in hospital. Wherever. Wait with God. Make those times prayer time. When you are inside, they are lonely. Break those loneliness by prayer. When you are in class, silently waiting, pray. When you are in your house, waiting in that room, Pray. When you are in church, silently sitting alone, pray. Wait with God. Say those moments and wait with God. Number four, hide out with God. This is a moment where one can go for a retreat or solitude place for prayer. It is an opportunity to spend some hours at a time in prayer with your creator, whether in community park, national park, or state park, or as we do in Africa, caves. Yes, yes. In First Kings, chapter 19, verse 9, Elijah found himself in the cave. But he, he was not alone. He found God there. When you go to a solitude place, be with God in prayer. Be with God in those places. Don't be alone. I know in this age of technology. A non-stop interruption. The discipline of solitude is often sadly missing in our lives. I would advise that you plan for a hideout with God. So that you may understand him deeply in prayer. If you are looking for ideas on how to use this time. Then hide out with God. Be with God. Number five, running with God. Every person would like to be physically fit, isn't it? This is why most of us like running either in the morning, others at noon, others also in evening. While running, pray. Pray. Don't forget to be in communication with your creator. Focus on your spiritual state while you are working on your physical growth. It is the beautiful blending of those two aspects of your wholeness. Running while you are praying is the greatest opportunity for you to grow spiritually as you also develop physically. Do you normally pr- run in the morning? Pray. Are you in gym? Practicing? Pray. Turn those moments into prayer time. This is praying without ceasing. Turn those times into prayer. Don't be alone. Pray. Number six. Having God... At our dining tables. I know we normally do this. Before we eat. We give a thanksgivings. Pray. It is important and powerful. Have God. On your, at your dining table. Pray. Why pray? You pray for your health. Yes. I know what you are praying, what we have been praying for. We pray because we have food. Do you know there are those people who don't have something to eat somewhere? Those who are on the street? There are those people who are sick they would, uh, they would like to eat, but they don't have that appetite. And here you are seated and have appetite. Pray. After that moment, with God, communicate with him. Dine with God on that table. Don't be alone. Be with God. Number seven, talk with God before sleeping time. Yes. At daytime, we have full security. What about when you are asleep? Psalms 121.4 Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. Before you enter that bed, pray. Just pray. Ask God to take care of you throughout the night. There are those people who want to sleep, but they don't. You are just on that bed, but not sleeping. Yes, you don't sleep. Most of us don't sleep. You have a beautiful bedroom, but you don't sleep. You are there until morning. Have God with you. Thus, turn those moments as prayer time. Pray. Communicate with God. It is simple to say, but hard to do. But with the help of the Holy Spirit, we can do it. We can do it, I tell you. Turn those moments. Be with God. Let God be with you during that time. Pray that God may take control of everything outside and inside your family and your house. Pray for your children. They are in school. You are alone in the house. Pray for them. Pray. Pray for the peace of this world. Pray. Pray that God may give us an ending peace. Pray for our children. Pray for those people who they are not Christians. So that they may be able to be Christian. To be touched by the Holy Spirit. And be turned to be Christians. Pray for those who are outside. You are inside. The storm is here. And somebody is outside. Pray. There are those who are hungry. They may be far. But they are crying. There are young children somewhere. They don't have parents. Maybe their parents died a long time ago. Who looks after them? God. How can you touch them? Through prayer. Remember them in your prayers. Pray. And pray for yourself. Don't just only pray for others. Pray for yourself. Turn those moments before you sleep into prayer moments so that you will not be alone. Pray. These are simple seven ways where we can use and we can pray without ceasing. We can use these as our prayer tools wherever we are. This will make us to pray without ceasing. That is why Paul was telling Thessalonians, pray without ceasing. We may not be those Thessalonians, but still Paul is telling us today And at this moment, that we should pray without ceasing. Prayer is the only way to touch the heart of God. It's the only way to call God. It's the only way to understand God. God bless you. And God be with you.